Hi, this is Ashley, and this is School and Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libations. This week, I wanted to remind you that I'm accepting new mentees into the Mentor Me Accelerator Program. If you are a new or mid-level professional woman in corporate, nonprofit, or educational leadership, I want to invite you into the Mentor Me Accelerator Program. The Mentor Me Accelerator Program is an eight-week career advancement program for new and mid-level professional women. And if you're wondering if you're a good fit, I invite you to take the Mentor Me Career Health Assessment. The Mentor Me Career Health Assessment is a 20-minute career evaluation that'll take you through a series of about 15 questions that will help you evaluate where you are right now in your life and career. It'll help you evaluate what's working well in your career right now, what's not, and where your gap areas are. You can find this assessment on my website for free at mentor-me.org backslash assessment. That's M-E-N-T-O-R-M-E dot org backslash assessment, A-S-S-E-S-S-M-E-N-T. If you have been thinking about a Mentor Me program and wondering which one would be right for you or if you're a good fit at all, be sure to take the assessment. Again, you can find it at mentor-me.org backslash assessment. I can't wait to see your assessment results and to be able to serve you better as a mentor. This week in I Digress, we talk multitudes and celebrate the slash, the writer slash accountant, the employee slash CEO, the mom slash wife. Whatever your slash is, we celebrate you and all that you are. And I specifically am excited to talk about why there's more life in the slash than without it. When it comes to life and career development, One of the most common questions I receive from high achieving women is, I'm not sure what I'm passionate about, or I know what I'm passionate about, but I'm not sure how to leverage it to advance my career, to make more money and have more impact in my industry. I'm not sure how to leverage, you know, my multi-passionate or multi-experience expertise, right? What do I do about all of my interests and all of the things that I want to do and all of the things that I feel like I'm good at? How do I choose? How do I narrow? How do I focus? Um, How do I drive results in a career that doesn't feel structured or focused? And in the Mentor Me Accelerator program, in session two, we start to talk about career areas of impact. We start to talk about the industries, the impact areas, the functional areas and the position titles that you should be seeking based on your skill sets and your expertise. And I often have to remind women that while, you know, as a career development professional, I am inviting you to narrow in your level of expertise and not get overwhelmed by, you know, all of your interests and passions. I also want to remind people in general and women more specifically that it's okay to have multiple interests. It's okay to be a person of multitudes. It's okay to have a slash. Lots of people are, I don't know, a lawyer and a chef, a rapper and an investment maker, a therapist and a chess player, a surgeon and a playwright, a documentary filmmaker and a diversity, equity, and inclusion expert, right? Like you can be a multitude of things. Just being one thing isn't required. And 
everything that you're good at, everything that you're passionate about, everything that you care about doesn't have to be found in your career. Just like your partner isn't designed to fulfill all your desires and fantasies, right? Like your job shouldn't be required to fulfill all your desires and fantasies. You certainly can do work that is of interest to you outside of your profession, right? Outside of your career. And I think that sometimes because of fear or pressure or shame or even a feeling of necessity, people feel like they have to choose. They can only be one thing. And while when it comes to your you know, job search or a career development, I do invite you to think about what you're good at and leverage that to really get what you want out of your career. I also know that our careers aren't everything. We, while we do spend a lot of time at work, it's not the only thing that drives our passions and interests. And I just want to remind people that it's okay to have a slash. It's okay to be more than one thing. It's okay to, to have more than one interest. And it's okay to that your passion area or the thing that you gain, have the most interest in may not be the thing that drives your income. And I think sometimes it's easy to forget who we are or what we are good at or what we even desire to do because we can be so focused on work that drives income, right? And that's real and that's important. Like we, we need to be able to one, drive income and we we need to be able to take care of ourselves and in this you know economy and in this society that requires some income. And you can have stuff and do things that don't have anything to do with driving income. You know, I think about my own life and career and for example, a school and life podcast, you know, as an entity in its own doesn't draw a profit. I'm so grateful for the community that I've built around this podcast, the thousands of listeners we have every month, but it's not a revenue generating activity. And in the, in the life of business, right, they talk about revenue generating activities and like, you know, making sure you do work that drives revenue. And, you know, for me, it's the slash, you know, I started my, my life in, in the public space as a podcaster, and that's not an identity I'm ready to give up, right? And so although in addition to being a podcaster. I'm also now a mentor and a CEO in addition to my full-time work as an employee, you know, and the lots of other titles that I have, I'm not ready to give this one up, even though it doesn't drive revenue like some of my other titles. And I guess I just want to remind everyone that that's available to them, that you can do work that you love, that you can do work that you enjoy, and it doesn't have to be tied to a revenue generating activity, that the slash still matters, that it still exists. And, you know, there is research out there that shows that people who have the slash are people who feel fulfilled. They're able to create meaning in their work, in their life outside of their, and that by refusing to be defined by one title or one thing or one way of living or being, you invite more sort of interest and fun and excitement and intrigue into your life. And so if you feel like you're lacking intrigue or excitement or joy, <laughs> then, you know, leaning into the slash might be something for you. And so 
one of the things I might encourage you to do is to take out a piece of paper and write down the slashes. Like, what are your slashes? What, you know, maybe you are a girlfriend and a mom and a sister and a, you know, person who works in HR and you are a seamstress and you are someone who is a conserver and really cares about the environment, right? Like start to identify your slashes. I think it can be so easy to be one thing, to, to focus on one thing, to get lost in one thing, but you are a person of multitudes and all of your slashes matter. I digress. And this week in TVT, I have a major throwback for you all. Oh, I'm almost embarrassed <laughs> to share this with you, but you know, this is a brave space. So I'm going to go ahead and share that I have fully dived into NCIS. I, a lot of my summer shows have ended for the summer by fall shows have not picked up yet. And I am in no man's land when it comes to TV. And you all know it's one of my primary ways to decompress. And so I have picked up watching NCIS, the Naval Criminal Investigative, I don't know, Situation Service. I don't even know what it stands for. But I am obsessed with the characters with Dinozo and Abby and, and, Grit, Griggs, Grit, Gibbs, Gibbs, and Kate, and everybody on the show. Ducky, don't we just love Ducky? Oh, I'm just obsessed with everyone on the show, and I just love them so much. And Gibbs is like, you know, as a career coach, I am very sensitive to bad boss. When I'm watching TV, it like stresses me out to watch somebody who's like a terrible boss, and he's the worst. Like he is the worst boss. He's so annoying, so mean. He's so like not supportive, and like he has these people in a constant state of doubting themselves and second guessing themselves and being unsure of themselves. And he loves it. He thrives in that space, and it's he's horrible. Like it's so horrible to see, but then like it'd be low key funny because they'd be just running in circles, child. It's a mess. Um. And so if you just need something to kind of like, well, and the reason why I watched it, right, is because I knew it was like murder, murder, mystery. And I love a good Law and Order, but I cannot watch Law and Order for the 400th time. Like, and so I was like, okay, what can I watch that's like Law and Order-ish, but will give me, you know, something interesting. Now, I will say that some of the older episodes are very cringeworthy. There's a lot of like sexual harassment going on. And then there's some like, there's some, there's definitely some like sexism slash transphobia in one episode. It was really weird. It's just really weird, but, but it's getting like, I'm in season two now. So like, you know, as you go through the nineties, things kind of start to get a little better, but it's been, I mean, it's a long running show. So like it has 1 million episodes and unlike these, you know, and then it has like 25 episodes per season. So unlike these newfangled shows, you know, that have two seasons with eight episodes, like this is really going to give what it's supposed to give. So I'm so excited about that. Um, and I'm like fully into season two. So I'm just so much enjoying myself. So I thought I'd share with you all that I am like knee deep into NCIS. If you are a NCIS fan, do not ruin anything for me. I don't want to know if nobody died who left the show. I don't know. Cause like I've seen NCIS lots of times, but like not really leaned in and paid attention to a lot of it. So this is like my first time really leaning in and I need y'all not to ruin that for me. But other than that, I'm super hype and I'm just excited to have a show that has so many episodes. It's going to give me all my episodic 
joy and I'm so excited about it. So, but if you are a fellow NCIS fan, if you watch it, if you watch the newer, because I, I feel like it's still airing, like this is like, it's still that girl, like she's still out here getting the ratings up. So, so yeah. So let me know if you are like either in the past watched or currently watched NCIS. I am loving it um, so much and thought I'd share with you all on the podcast as well. That wraps up this week's episode of School and Life. Thanks so much for listening. School's out. Class dismissed.